Greetings, everyone. This is Deb McBride, and welcome to my astrology podcast. Today is Tuesday, October 2nd, 2018. And once again, I have to tell you <laughs> that it's been another crazy couple of days. Um, so the big news is that we've had two different planets, or we're going to have two different planets, doing uh, a stationary retrograde or stationary direct. So the first planet was Pluto. And Pluto is stationary direct. And it went retrograde on April 23rd of this year. And on Sunday evening, it went direct. Now, outer planets move very slowly, and they do not move more than a few degrees a year, especially Pluto, because it's so slow. And for those of you who are going to ask me if Pluto is a planet, I use it as a planet. My colleagues use it as a planet. Uh, it may be called a dwarf planet, but its effects are very powerful. Um, so what does Pluto rule? It rules transformation. It rules darkness. It rules death and rebirth. It rules uh, extreme wealth. It rules sexuality. It rules diving into the darkness, the depths of emotion and coming out transformed. So we had Pluto go direct at 18 degrees of Capricorn and Pluto is retrograde for about half the year and direct for about half the year. And anytime you're dealing with myths of the underworld, you hear stories about someone being allowed to be out in the upper part of the world for half the year, and then they have to go back into the underworld for the other half of the year. And this exists throughout mythology, but it is the nature of Pluto to be above ground half the year, which is where it's coming now, and below ground in the underworld for the other half of the year. So half of our population, everyone born any year, has Pluto retrograde, and the other half has Pluto direct. And the people who have Pluto retrograde in their chart probably go in deep to solve issues, connect with something very deep in their soul. Maybe they connect with some level of creativity, maybe it's something emotional, maybe it's something profound for them. Um, they tend to want to go off by themselves every now and again so that they can be alone and connect with that part of themselves. Now, that is the nature of Pluto, going off alone sometimes and sometimes just disappearing. And that's okay. That means the person's gone off into the underworld and they've got to sort things out. And they always come back. <laughs> um, why... This is important. Uh, Pluto is at 18 degrees of Capricorn, like I said, which is at its own south node. And the south node of any planet is where we've been, where we've um, been historically in this case and collectively in this case. And we're seeing a lot of darkness come out of the collective. We're seeing a lot of, um, of the patriarchal issues come forward and where people have overstepped their boundaries and we're watching people, people's uh, overstepping get revealed. And we're seeing a lot of that in the last couple of years while Pluto has been on its south node. So I expect more of this to continue. And Pluto is an energy that can um, erupt. And I spent the Pluto station the weekend in volcanic 
mineral waters. So I was at the Aranel Volcano here in Costa Rica, and I went to the mineral baths, the, the hot springs, and I spent all of Saturday and all of Sunday there. And it was really profound because, you know, you get this view of the volcano where you are. And although it was cloudy, there was a lot of, for me, transformational things happening. So in my own transformation, in my own uh, dealing with these energies, I felt that I was uh, delving into something different and darker and bringing it out into the light, which is what we're supposed to do when Pluto goes direct. So we had all these months of Pluto retrograde when we dive into the darkness. And then when we release the darkness as it comes direct. So whatever work you've been doing in these last few months is really profound and should reveal some sort of opening or release. Now, that's not to say that it was all sunny afterwards, because I have to say, with all the work I've been doing and sort of spending the time at the volcano and Pluto's energies are volcanic, it can erupt, I really uh, felt shifts happen as of Sunday night and Monday and today have definitely been um, a bit hectic and crazy. And I feel like it's not so much that Pluto is a hectic energy like Uranus, but I have felt that there were a lot of things surfacing out of the unconscious and the collective unconscious and my own unconscious. And I think that I've spoken to other people and I think that everyone is feeling some sort of collective and personal shift in their unconscious because this is what Pluto does. It's both a collective planet and you know it works in your chart personally as well, especially if it connects to personal planets such as the sun or Venus or Mercury or Mars or the moon. And what we do with that energy is we have to sort of watch it surface and let it go. It's like when you have uh, mixtures. Um, I used to be a chemist and sometimes you mix two chemicals together and something sits on the top. It's like if you have oil and water, something is going to sit on the top and something is going to go to the bottom. And because the one with the heavier molecular weight sinks to the bottom. And it's like something gets sifted up on the top so that you have to skim it off. So this is what I felt was happening with Pluto in these last few days, where we have sorted something out in these last months. And sometimes and many times it defies language. So we work with these unconscious energies and we release them. And I haven't been feeling great in these last couple of days. And I've talked to other people and they're not feeling great in these last couple of days. And they felt things surfacing and they just feel like, well, I felt better, you know, and, and people have not been themselves in the last couple of days. And I had some uh, friends getting Pluto transits and they kind of disappeared for a few days and they had to kind of resurrect themselves from the underworld. And, you know, I was glad to hear from them again, but I definitely notice the shifting energies that people are experiencing. And this happens every year. It takes a little late, it happens a little later in the year as we go on. Like next year, Pluto will probably go retrograde a little later in April and go direct a little later in October. And it's really a time to just sort of kick back and let the energies flow and connect with whatever is surfacing. You probably will wake up feeling weird. You may have restless sleep. It's all okay. 
You just need to let it process. If you can journal about it, sit down and talk to a friend about how you're feeling or whatever healer you might be talking to these days, it's really good to release this. This is a good time to release. And it's a really good time to do, say, a smudge in your house because we want to clear out the old because that's what Pluto does. It goes down deep, deep, deep into the soul and clears out all the stuff, all the debris, all the unnecessary energies that we have no use for anymore. The, the things that are no longer necessary for our life because Pluto encourages transformation. And the more we transform and the more we acknowledge the transformation, it's really helpful to connect with the release of all of that. So it's a cleansing. It's always a cleansing with Pluto. And it should, we should feel better and we should, should feel good in the next few days after this. Um, Pluto will stay at 18 degrees for the rest of the month of October. So it will go to 19 degrees in November and probably start hitting 20 in, in December. It retrograded at 21 degrees. It won't get back there for a little while yet, uh, December, January. And so what we're looking at is just sort of a review of where we've been in the last months and how to release and let go of anything that's been sort of standing in our way. Powerful. Pluto also reminds us that we are powerful. And one of the things that we deal with on a regular basis with Pluto is powerful and powerless. If you have a strong Pluto in your chart, there are going to be moments when you feel utterly powerless. And that's when you have to gather your wits together and gather yourself together and reclaim your power. And giving power away is another common thing if you have a strong Pluto in your chart. And what I mean by giving power away is if someone tells you that, you know, they need something from you or if someone is pushing you around or, or you're afraid of something, then they've got all the power. You've given your power away. If you have, say, for example, a, a job that is very complicated and maybe a boss who's a bit of a bully or is a bit abusive, being afraid to go to work and see these people and do this, that's not powerful. That's powerless. So like, what can I do? I need this job. I have to pay my bills. I have to support my family. I have to tolerate this tyrant at work. That's not powerful. That's where we have to, that's those situations come into our lives in order for us to claim all power. And so everything is a projection and everyone and everything in our lives shows up as where we need to claim power or where we need to embrace something. It doesn't mean you're the bully inside so much as it means you have to connect with that source of power. You know you wouldn't treat somebody that way. So you have to embrace what's going on, embrace the darker side of you and release it, let it go. And once you do that, everything shifts. So it's never easy. It's often complicated. It often reminds us of something we've had in our past that bringing this up for us but it's important to connect with people in that way and see them as a projection and see them as sort of a borrowed person and understand that that's coming from somewhere in you and once you embrace that and once you acknowledge it and once you work with that energy then it shifts, then it goes away, then you don't have that problem anymore. That's part of Pluto's job is to show us those things. Um, 
The other part of the week, later in the week, on the 5th, on Friday afternoon, we will have Venus going retrograde. Now, I've talked about this for a couple weeks now, but this is important because Venus is in Scorpio and Pluto rules Scorpio. So right now, Venus is in the sky ruled by this Pluto that just has gone direct. So they are intertwined. They are interconnected. Um, it's the Persephone myth, again, which I talked about a few weeks ago. And if you know anything about the Persephone myth, you know about women going into the underworld and uh, girls going into the underworld and coming back women. And this is a, another theme in mythology. However, Venus in Scorpio, again, reminds us to sort of embrace that dark goddess and embrace this part of us that needs to have a light shine on it. And one of the most important things is, to, you know, when I connect the planets like this, I have to remember who's ruling what. So Pluto rules Scorpio and Venus is sitting there in Pluto's lair and she is going to, things are going to rumble. So where Pluto is coming back out, from the underworld, Venus is going in to the underworld. So they're sort of changing guards here. Now, now that we've sifted out all this stuff um, with Pluto going direct and sifted out our own unconscious, now we have to kind of go back in a little bit and work with a more personal experience of relationships and the feminine energies available to us. Whether you are male or female, everyone has feminine energies. And so as Venus stays in retrograde until November 15th or 16th, uh, we'll explore more of these things. And it's important to sort of delve into the darkness again, but this time with the goddess and not so much with the god of the underworld, who is very familiar with those, those places. So it's all very interesting and very important. Um, when Venus goes retrograde, she will she stays an evening star for a little while and then she's going to go have a few days in the underworld where she disappears and then in november she'll come back out as a morning star so this often happens when we have when we have venus turning retrograde in the meantime a lot of activity is going on in the next week or so and so it never seems to be a dull moment lately with astrology today we had mercury squaring pluto so Mercury kind of whizzed by Pluto in its, in its transit, and Mercury has been Libra. And while Mercury is the planet of communication, um, it's also the mental planet, the, the psychological, intellectual planet. And when it combines with Pluto, our thoughts may be more direct, dark, um, more sharp, and we may have some tremendous insights and terrific insights. So... Anything that you can do to encourage those insights, I recommend it. Meantime, um, what's going to happen is Venus is going to, um, sorry, Mercury is going to leave Libra next week on Tuesday, and it's going to go into Scorpio. So then we're going to have Venus in Scorpio and Mercury in Scorpio, and they're going to connect and have a conversation, a deep conversation. So that's actually very good. Um, because with Mercury visiting the underworld as well, we know that we're going to uh, have some deep thoughts and some deep connections and conversations with people. There is going to be a new moon on Monday the 8th, and that is at 15 degrees Libra. And so it will be the sun and the moon lined up in Libra. And what, as one might imagine, later in the week, 
it's both of them are going to square Pluto. So that's next week. But Libra is the sign of that was ruled by Venus. So here we are. We're going to have this new moon in Libra and Venus will be, have just turned retrograde. So we're again discussing relationships, again connecting with relationships, again starting a new path in relationships because it is a new moon. So it's something new. And in, in, while the new moon is about to come, we call that period the dark of the moon. So Venus will go retrograde in Scorpio during the dark of the moon, the other female-oriented planet. And we will see that, uh, again, we're going to get some new and inspiring ways of handling our relationships when we kind of go in and not be afraid to go into the depths and work with and acknowledge those, those energies. So, so things are going to change signs a lot. We're going to have, you know, Venus changing direction, Pluto changing direction. We had Mercury next week going into a different sign. Um, the moon is going to be busy. It's right now it's in the sign of cancer and tomorrow it will be void for a good 12 hours or so. And then late in the afternoon on the Eastern coast, it will go into Leo. So that's a much more creative experience um, of the moon. And so we're going to experience some of our creative energies as Venus slows down. Venus is already slow. Venus is already kind of stopping at the degree she's going to stop at, which is 10 degrees of Scorpio. If you have anything at 10 degrees of Scorpio, if you know your chart, then just be aware of how that's affecting you. Pay attention over these next few days. And if you are born in the sign of Capricorn and around the 9th or the 10th of, of January, you'll feel that Pluto station more than everyone else. And if you're born in July 9th or 10th, you'll also feel that Pluto more than anyone else, um, most, most likely. And also, you know, 9th, 10th of October, and 9th, 10th of April with Pluto squaring your sun. So uh, moving right along, we will have a long weekend this weekend for people in the United States, and that's for that new moon. So I suggest you do a ritual, a new moon ritual around relationships, around uh, partners, around your aesthetic, maybe something creative. Uh, it's really good to do a new moon ritual because you're welcoming in new energies and new creativity, especially when we're in Libra, because it's not only an air sign, which makes us think more, but also it's, it's again, ruled by Venus. So the creativity is, is paramount during this. Um, and it looks like for the rest of the week, we're going to have that moon in Libra until... The wee hours of the 10th of October, because then we're going to see it go into Scorpio. And when it goes into Scorpio, it's going to oppose Uranus. And at that point, Mercury will be in Scorpio too. So Mercury and the moon are going to oppose Uranus on Wednesday of next week. That's pretty intense. So we've got, we're going to have three planets there in Scorpio, uh, working through that Scorpio energy. So this is an excellent time to kind of delve in and get to know what, what this is about for you. What is Venus retrograde about for you? And what is this period of Scorpio about for you? And that's really about it. We are having the moon in Virgo for most of the weekend, goes into Libra late on Sunday, and then next week Scorpio, and then eventually Sagittarius at the end of next week. But 
for the most part, we're dealing with slow moving planets, that would be Pluto and then Venus, and how we need to just sort of work with that energy and not push. Because, you know, one of the things about Venus retrograde is that we don't want to, we don't want to push anybody in a relationship. And we don't want to push ourselves too hard. And this is a really excellent time to connect with your intuition. And if you don't feel intuitive, then you need to work with it a little bit because we all have intuitive abilities. Um, women might be more connected to it than men. So it's important to sort of allow yourself to have these things surface rather than push anything. Because, you know, I've been told before and I've seen things happen where people start new relationships under Venus retrograde and it doesn't work because there's something left over from the last story that they both went through. And so it's also a time when we reconnect with people we haven't seen in a long time. Maybe friends, doesn't have to be a lover, could be friends. Um, and sometimes you'll walk past someone on the street and it's like, oh, I used to work with them. And it's, it's all about Venus retrograde. Um, so by the time I speak to you next at my next podcast, Venus will be retrograde and we'll get a sense of what it's about because the station of Venus will give us some information on Friday. And when we see what's going on at that station, we're going to know what the uh, energies are that we'll be dealing with over the next six weeks. Um, I don't think it's a mistake or an error or a coincidence or an accident that there's more information being revealed by the White House and the newspapers. And I think some of that's got to do with Pluto more than anything. Um, but, you know, we're going to see what happens as uh, maybe secrets are revealed because. Whenever a planet goes into retrograde, the truth comes out. So Scorpio is a sign of maybe keeping things under wraps, keeping things secretive. When we deal with Venus, it could be about relationships and it could very well be something that is uh, revealed in the next few weeks. It's going to be very interesting. It will not be dull. And we'll have some other interesting aspects next week. Until then, this is Deb McBride. My website is debmcbride.com. I wrote an interesting piece about the Arenal Volcano and Pluto on my Instagram if you want to go take a look at it. It's at Deb Astrology. And my Twitter is also at Deb Astrology. I write a blog. There's this podcast. And you are welcome to write to me with questions or if you would like a session with me at deb at debmcbride.com. Thanks for listening and see you next week.